0: Hi, this is Netta. Okay, no little flashback story from my childhood today or no little like lately I've been thinking kind of story. We're just gonna dive right in. I'm gonna do Acts chapter one and chapter two together and ha- have three thoughts about them. So remember, Paul had said goodbye to a lot of the people, tearful goodbyes to a lot of the people in the churches that he had started and the people that he had been discipling because he was heading to Jerusalem. And he knew he was headed for some really difficult times. Um, in chapter 21, he's in Jerusalem now. Now remember, he used to be a Pharisee in the temple in Jerusalem. He was involved in the very first martyr of a Christ follower. That was Stephen. So he, this, these are people that he's known. And he was in the temple and he was fulfilling a vow, which was like a, a commitment in the Jewish um, thing they might commit to doing something for 14 days or 21 days or a month or whatever. And then when you're finished with that, very often it required an offering or a sacrifice in the temple. So he was doing that um, out of reverence, probably for his his background. And while he was there, all of a sudden a bunch of people get all riled up and they start a riot against him. And it said he was close to being mobbed to death. And all of a sudden... Um, As Paul reached the stairs, the mob grew so violent that Roman soldiers had to lift him up on their shoulders to protect him. And the crowd followed behind shouting, kill him, kill him. These are people that he knew, some of them he would have definitely known. Um, So he's taken inside and he talks to the Roman soldiers. And he's like, look, I would like to speak to that mob if if you'd please let me. And so in the craziness of it, they let him speak to the crowd and the crowd listens because he starts speaking their language and they listen very carefully. And Paul doesn't give this big detailed sermon. He just shares his story. Sometimes we forget that telling people about Jesus doesn't mean we have all these right answers. It's sharing with them what Jesus has done for us. And that's what Paul does. He talks about who he used to be, how he used to persecute the Christians, how he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, and it changed his life. And he and he throws in the whole salvation message. He's like, you can have your sins washed away. Just call on the name of Jesus. And people are still listening. But then when he gets to the part in 2221, and he goes, and the Lord said to me, Go, I am going to send you far away to the Gentiles. They lose their mind. The crowd listened until Paul said that word, Gentiles, and they all began to shout, Away with this fellow! He isn't fit to live. They threw off their coats and tossed handfuls of dust in the air. (laughs) It sounds a little dramatic to us, but that was very symbolic of like horror and anguish and like, you've got to do something. So these same people who he probably knew some of, who were listening intently, all of a sudden just turn on him and say he's not fit to live. Um, I just want to stop there, and I want to point out three things. First of all, hard times very often take us to places of great opportunities. If Paul would have just been in the temple that day, fulfilled his vow, and gone on, none of those people that were in there that day would have heard the wonderful news of God's grace. Now, even though we don't know that they accepted it, obviously they're throwing dirt in the air. (coughs) Excuse me, they heard it. Great opportunity comes very often from our hard times. So let's be encouraged that our hard times aren't wasted times. The second thought is sometimes those around us that we kind of feel like should get us don't get our calling at all. They don't understand it. And it might even make them angry. When Paul said, the Lord told me, go, I am sending you far away to the Gentiles, they just completely lost it. Even though some of these people, if they I mean they were scholars of the of the scriptures, they knew that this was part of the prophecy of what would happen when the Messiah came. They still didn't get it. And it and it turned them violently against him. They couldn't stand him. Very often God will ask us to do something as part of his calling for our life and people around us don't get it. And sometimes it's okay if they're like, you know, just sort of casual acquaintances and whatever. But when these are people that you kind of think should get it and they don't, it can be very painful. But just know that we are in good company. I mean, we can go all the way back and go, even the disciples didn't get it when Jesus was on earth. Thankfully, they got it later. <laughs> That's how we know about Jesus. But let's not be discouraged or questioned when God tells us something to do. when He calls us to something. Don't be discouraged if other people don't get it. And the third thing, let's look back at chapter 21. In verse 15, all of a sudden, the narrative, which is written by Dr. Luke, he starts saying we. He's including himself in the story. We packed up our things. We arrived, etc. There are people around us, maybe just a couple, that are walking this journey with us. Let's treasure them. My friend, hard times come, but they can take us to great opportunities. Some closest to us will not understand our calling. So let's guard, appreciate, and love the ones who are standing and walking with us. And that is just a little piece of my heart.